Welcome back to the New Norm Club podcast. I'm your host, Gly Gabriel, and I'm so excited to be bringing to you yet another vulnerable, free-flowing conversation with the mover, a shaker, someone who's redefining the norm in the world in some way. And today's episode, I'm bringing to you a good friend of mine, Kelly Keith, who is the founder of HeartSpace Healing Academy. She's also a vibrational artist who works in a series of different modalities to help you heal and to align with yourself, such as Reiki, cacao, kundalini movement, etc. And uh, in this episode, you're going to really get the full gamut of, of, of Kelly and and the uniqueness that is her. Um, I think one of the big reasons that I wanted to have her on this show is because she really is she she really represents alignment to me in in many ways because she what she believes and how she lives her life really requires this huge level of trust and courage in the universe and yourself and this guidance that's that that's taking you in a direction that you don't necessarily always know and some of you guys might have experienced this in your own personal lives where you're you feel there's this something inside of you that's just trying to come out and you're not sure if you if you can fully trust it yet and so hopefully this episode will uh give you that that extra push to to trust yourself and to trust where um the world the universe god is taking you um and also in this episode, it's this a really special episode because I even have a personal breakdown and I and, and Kelly uh, kind of takes me through uh, getting aligned um, on this very episode and you'll be able to experience that as well. And um, and then also just you have a couple of other things you have to look forward to. We talk magic, we talk surrender, um, we talk just rising above fear uh, and all of that juicy stuff. And so you're, you're, you're in store for a good, uh, a good listening session. So to get started, sit down, take a deep cleansing breath in, <sighs> let it go and get ready to drop into a whole new realm of possibilities. All right, let's do this. Okay, so we got Miss Kelly Keith in the, his house. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> what up, what up? <laughs> so Kelly's my homie um, from, I guess we met at Inner Glow um, like three years ago. And so it's kind of cool to see like the interconnections of like networks and, and how we all are connected. Um, but yeah, you've, you've become a really dear friend of mine over these past few years. And so I'm really excited to have you on this podcast. So thank you for taking the time. Oh, thank you for having me and thank yeah. you for doing this. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. I've been talking about doing actually, you know, the funny thing is the first podcast episode I was ever interviewed on was your podcast, but I don't think you actually ever posted it, but we had, we did a thing like, and it was like, yeah, because at Interglow, you were, we were talking, you were telling me about your podcast and you're like, hey, yeah, do you want to be on it? And I was like, yeah, I'd be, I'd love to. And, and it was, I'm like, I was so nervous, but uh, it was like, it was such a great, I felt good afterwards. I was like, oh, I think I could do this thing. So thank you for that opportunity. Yes. So funny. Did, what, I remember we went so. Yeah, we went deep we talk, too. We went, oh, that was like our first, like real, I think that's what really activated like the depth of our like 
our friendship, our soul contract, as I've mentioned. Yeah. Times, like, we ended up going into open relationships mm-hmm. and betrayal. Yeah, we yeah, went, we went we deep. Went all deep. <laughs> yeah. So, so wait a minute. So right now you are in, uh, in Costa Rica. What, what the heck are you doing in Costa Rica Jeez, right man. now? <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> um, I am living. Mm-hmm. I'm being, um, mm. I'm serving, um, I'm listening. I'm really doing like the past week now that I've been getting here, I'm really getting into my body more too. Like I've set an intention to like really get like six pack, like fit goals. Like right now, like while I'm here, just like as we're hitting these huge changes of the energies. So I'm like mm-hmm. tuning to myself and being in nature. Um, I'm currently at a wellness center that mm-hmm. is the activator of a intentional community that they're building mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on beautiful land yeah. with a bunch of transformational leaders so i'm learning from them and contributing um and i'll be here for a bit more and then i'll probably travel to some other communities and okay. i'm just kind of in a little bit of a surrender a mix of like stay structured and flow and create and then also surrender and, and build these different you know mm. activated mm. that's so beautiful and i feel mm. like you know, you've, you've, you've done a really amazing job of surrendering um, over these past few years because, you know, I'm just thinking like uh, from, uh, you know, your business and like the shifts there to, I think at one point you were like in France, you like, you just, you, you, you felt called to go there and now you're in Costa Rica and you're just like kind of flowing into to the, to the universe or, um, or like, just like what's, what's kind of coming through you. And so how, um, what, what, how did this come to be? How did you become so comfortable with like just surrendering and, and actually, and, and, and maybe even just give us like a, like what does surrender mean to you? And then, and how did you get into that? Ooh, good question, Boo. Um, what does surrender mean to me? Um, it's continuing to evolve, but for me, surrender is the, the deep listening and the trust of the magnetic pools of my soul, you know, like really letting myself strip away of, of the mind and be like the electromagnetics of earth and my own electromagnetic field. They know where they need like magnets. Where do I need to go to be that space? And so the surrender is trusting the pools and then I'll understand on the other side. Um, it's just the, okay, spirit knows my heart knows what needs to happen and i'm just along for the ride kind of situation yeah Yeah. Um, and and so how did you how did you how did you start surrendering when did you like develop this this trust you know and like and i think that's one of the big parts of like surrender is just like trusting like you know that spirit knows and that that you know this trusting that pull like what what allowed you to to do that yeah um I guess like the first real big like (sighs) surrender was when I came to New York. Um, I had received the first download to like appealing modalities and got into Reiki. Two days later, met my Reiki teacher and that whole story of, you know, how Reiki came to my life. And then I was living down in Princeton at the time and our lease was coming up and my roommate Dana and I were both like, okay, we're not staying here. Um, And I was like, what am I going to do? And then it was just like a go to New York. And I was like, New York, you know, like I was kind of like I'm going to New York, like, all right, you know, and I was just like, 
okay. And I, this was, I was really devoted to studying like Wayne Dyer and Neville Goddard and the law of attraction. This was when I was really getting into the space because I was activated through Reiki at this time on top of How long ago was that? All right. Um, that was 2012. Okay. Eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, eight years ago, I was like getting into the studies of it. And then it was, I guess, five years ago. So I was in New York for for time. What is time? Then Mm. like five years ago, um, was the New York jump. Cause I was in New York for four years. Now I've been out of New York for the last year. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go to New York. And that was just my, that's when this time's up, I'm going to go. And this was the first time, eh, maybe not the exact first time, but the first real time that my family's like, what are you going to do there? Where are you going to live? What's going to be your job? And I said, I don't know yet. I, I don't know. All I know is I'm going to New York. But you better believe by the time I got to New York, I had somewhere to live. And I had booked my job working as a motivational speaker for a nonprofit in the New Jersey and New York school districts. You know, and so I got there and then the journey evolved. And we wouldn't be here in this conversation if I hadn't gone to New York. The, you know, all of the soul family that I met and who I became during that time would have never happened if I didn't go to New York. You know, like, so it's just the, all right, now we're here. Now what? So, yeah. I want to backtrack a little bit. So, like, you know, you were talking about, like, you were getting into, like, Wayne Dyer and, and, and Law of Attraction and, like, really studying that, you know, that eight, years, eight years ago. Was that eight years ago or was it five years ago? Yeah. Eight years ago. Yeah. And so, like, are what? We- what what got you into that? Like what 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 was because I'm just trying to I'm I'm very curious who was Kelly and what was your life like before you got into this world and and what was the catalyst that had you start to like dive into that? Cool, fun exploration. Um, my weight I guess my weight loss journey in college really kind of started to bring me more into the mindfulness of everything. Like I was always weird. I was always super like comical and like you like the clown and kind of playful and lighthearted. And I was always very deep, you know, like I was, my sister, my family always said, you're way too sensitive and you're way too deep. You know, like I was always too much. I was too mm-hmm. sensitive, too deep. So I've always been this at a cellular level. And, you know, as a kid, I was having visitations and, you know, like all these things. But if like just like my day to day before I was like, oh, let's tune in and like really meditate intentionally. Um, I was super deep, super sensitive, just love to listen, an overgiver, um, a dancer, super into just like hip hop and doing the things, uh, going to school and you know, all the things. Um, really took on everyone's emotions and not knowing how to process. So I was also very active in the world, but I was also always eating to just try to ground myself and bring some sense of control and comfort to my world. Um, so when I was in college, I had a light switch moment at the end of freshman year. And I don't remember the exact aha moment of that one, um, but something clicked where I was just like, oh, I can choose to not be this and live this way. And from that light switch, that entire summer going into sophomore year of college, I ate fruits, vegetables, grilled chicken, special K, and worked out every day. Like my cheat meal for that entire summer, I was working at Hula Hands as a server during that summer, was a buffalo chicken salad. And that was it. And like my will was like something, like the fire of the will just 
And then like that brought me into getting more into yoga, brought me into meditation and it just continued to unfold from there. So it was really a journey back into the body for me. Ooh, I love that. It's, it's so cool. And yeah. And like, and it sounds like right now you're at a phase where you're, you're going back into your body, dropping in, um, do, you're kind of like on, on that same, like at a different place, obviously, but like, you're, you're kind of going through like a, a similar experience, but like at a different stage in your life. And so, um, uh, what had, were you just like, did you just feel called to do that? Like, was there, was there, uh, an impetus or was it just kind of like, Hey, you know, yeah. Like, what, what was that? about for you yeah it was like I again I really don't know the light switch moment of that Mm -hmm. I mean I guess just during freshman year like everyone I was around Mm -hmm. like like my main crew I mean like we're just naturally running we're just because you're in Costa Rica kind of doing similar yeah yeah so I become super aware of what's there's an experience of there's still a core wound Mm-hmm. that it's sexual trauma and just like childhood stuff that's still lingering in there. And as mm-hmm. I've grown and evolved, been able to see that there's times I'm trying, still trying to leave my body. And so it's at those times of certain peaks of my fitness or being in like the movements and things where it's just like, you're not running, go deeper. And so it's really, I'm in this process of like one optimizing my physical body so I can, these light codes that are coming in, to be able to channel them and anchor them and activate those who are coming through the academy mm-hmm. while also still making sure I'm doing my work. My inner work still needs to be getting done with the utmost integrity and like owning it. And so with setting my focus on like, no, we're going in, we're optimizing the body because we're going to bring this wound out, and clear it once and for all to keep it really real. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. That's some that's some that's some that's some deep stuff right there. Um yeah. do you do you like and I don't know how what you're open to sharing or whatever. Um and, and this is very like very vulnerable, very like yeah, personal thing. Um sexual trauma. Because I, I think we all kind of you know, I've been even, like recently recently exploring um my my comfortable comfort with like myself and my body and, and my sexuality. And, um, and, uh, you know, I'm learning about Tantra right now, which has been amazing. Um, and it's just like a lot of different conscious breathing methods and, and, um, and ways to like, um, and movement. And, and then I haven't really gone into like the sexual aspect of it yet, but just like, just, yeah, just feeling your body and, and, and getting in touch with it. And, and seeing like the different blockages even like, you know, like, uh, you know, there was this one exercise we were talking about doing, um, like creating these uh, sort of sounds, you know, like that hit like the different chakras in your body. And like, you know, I think the, the, your root chakra is kind of like, kind of like, like, like kind of like goose, but like, you know, so like the OO and goose, like, Ooh, and it's supposed to like activate that. And then um, for your heart, it's like, ah, and then like for your like your 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 um crown chakra slash uh, your third eye um your it's kind of like e like kind of like higher pitch and so it's like low to high and so that's been really interesting kind of doing that and working with that and seeing like w- what my comfort is with my with my body and sexuality and all of that and so what's been your sort of journey with like uncovering those you know traumas or or just like becoming comfortable with your your body and your, I guess, sexuality for lack of a better word. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I go, I'd like to say 
um, the journey of being my absolute best friend to my sensuality and my sexuality. You know, like, and like right now it's really more like the sensuality. Like I just been growing, like, it's just like to just like in the morning to just like sensually touch my body and to just like move a sensual touch, you know, it's not just like, it's just, it's love. It's just that affectionate intimacy with self has been so much of the journey. Um, and I'm finding like one Scorpio season was not playing this year. Like everyone's doing the work right now. And like the shadows are here to play. Like we don't have time. This isn't a drill. Like we're on the great awakening right now. Um, and I'm feeling that part of my journey is to start to share more of these pieces. Like if I can't be vulnerable and keep it real, then how do I expect others to be vulnerable and keep it real with me. And that's what I desire, you know? And so I don't have anything to hide. Like, yeah, like I've endured sexual trauma. Yeah, I'm still healing shit. That means I'm a good healer and a good teacher because I'm doing my work, you know? Um, it's the journey's really been a lot of Tantra. I, I love Tantra. Um, with myself, I've had amazing Tantric partners and just when being able to come into, you know, an intimate container with someone and it really being that space of consciously knowing that we're merging and there's a union happening. And being able to open to these other dimensions, it's incredible. It's had times where it's triggered a lot and saw how much unresolved stuff I have going on where like I've had to like, where it's like, whoa, let's just move back to self-practice for a while. And it's always that space. And it's interesting where I find like conscious sex ed is becoming more of a thing. It's funny. I was doing a Reiki training yesterday and mm -hmm. it's become a part of level one that we talk about um where i said i was like i've been kind of playfully thinking about doing like a like a conscious sex ed like class and they're like oh my god please do like this is gold right now mm. um it's like we don't realize as a society as a whole the concept of the alchemical process that's happening every time we are all coming together and we're meeting especially when we merge like as women in particular as we're doing the work, we can expedite the process a bit, but every time we receive a man in us and we have that merge, we're carrying their thoughts, their beliefs, and their energy in our field for about seven years. And so there's like that process of like merging with that, you know, like it's, yeah. there's so much, it's powerful. Like, is, it, yeah, is it the same the other energy. way around? Like, there's a do bit, men there's a merging, carry? but not as much. Hmm. Hmm. There's a merge, you know, where like you take you, there's a, there's a, you know, bringing together. There's also the, whomever is arriving, who is having a higher frequency, mm -hmm. they kind of, it's like an unspoken energetic contract of they're going to help transmute some of the others. So there is the taking on of it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all a very strong. Yeah. It's real. It's powerful. So yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I go a lot, go a lot of ways with that. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned uh, like Reiki, you, you mentioned, uh, yeah, just like this energy and, and, and like, you know, you're taking this on um, and that merging when two people come together. Um, we talked about Tantra, like, so I, I'm just, I'm not sure where people are in, in their journeys, but do you, how comfortable are you with like defining like these different things like between like Tantra, like Reiki and like what, like, I guess what those mean to you and um, just so that, so we can all get, be on the same page. Yeah. Um, it's all medicine. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Say more. Um, you know, like 
that goes a lot into the journey that we just wrapped up. You know, we're getting ready for the one in January. It's, you are the medicine. You know, I, when I personally live in a way that everything has a deeper meaning and there's a freak, everything's carrying a vibration and a frequency of consciousness. And so we can work with everything that's around in these different tools and modalities that resonates with our soul or we're curious about, you know, and like we can lean into the curiosity because there's some form of medicine that's going to be there to help bring us more into our soul residence, mm -hmm. to elevate us more into the timeline that is our destiny frequency. So, you know, we can work with Reiki, we can work with Kundalini yoga, we can work with Tantra, we can work with plant medicine, we can work with just going for a walk, like meditations, all these things. They're same, same, but different. You know, in the grand scheme of things, it's how do we stir the Kundalini energy that rests at the base of the spine? How do we open the heart space so we can allow the lower chakras and the upper chakras all work together to remember that we are literally heaven on earth. We are literally just these beautiful beings that are channeling the celestial energies coming through us and allowing it to go through our feet and kiss this beautiful mother earth and be heaven on earth at this time hmm. is all how I see it coming through. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm not gonna lie, like right now, I've been I've, I've been feeling a little off, and and um, as we're like talking, and and I'm feeling myself like uh, not as present as I'd like to be, and I, or or maybe not as like 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 overflowing with energy, like and I feel like a little really calm, um, which I'm, I'm not I'm trying not to make it wrong. I'm trying to be okay with that, but. Um, you know, you're, you're saying like, hey, like we're literally heaven on earth and just like allowing that energy to flow. I'm wondering like, you know, what's what's going on? Like, how does one identify? How do you identify like where where that those blockages are? You know, like when the energy is not flowing, like is, do you have like some type of method of, 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 of doing that? Yeah, there's one. I also, after I answer this, do you want to do yeah. a quick clearing together? And we can yeah, actually, like, can we, yeah, can let, yeah, let's let's do that if if you're cool with that. I don't know like what that entails, yeah. but I'd be I'd be really down because like right now I'm like I'm like I feel like not myself right now, and it's like so strange. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I I'd, I'd love to to do a clearing and then like hear hear what you whatever you have to share around like you know clearing yourself in general like yeah <laughs> cool yeah cool so let's find a comfortable position okay and close your eyes okay let's bring our focus to the breath moving in and out the nose for anyone who's listening you can stand you can sit you can lay down your life your rules do whatever feels good for you Bringing our focus to the breath, the sound of the breath moving in and out the nose through the center line of the body. Let's expand our awareness to any sounds inside the room we find ourselves in. Expanding our awareness to any sounds outside of the room. 
allowing all sensations and sounds to be moving as one harmonious moment in sound. With our next breath, I invite us to bring our awareness to the soft white light, softly rotating a few inches above the head. Perhaps you see it, perhaps you feel it, perhaps you use your imagination to bring your awareness to that soft white light, softly rotating a few inches above the head. And as we continue to breathe, we allow this white light to begin to move down, down, down. Kissing the top of the head, melting down over the forehead, clearing the third eye, setting intention, only the purest, highest truth to be seen through this lens. White light moving down, 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 through the face, the throat. Running through the shoulders, the chest, the shoulder blades. White light moving down, 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 through the arms the wrists, the hands, dripping out the fingers. This white light filling the heart space, perhaps noticing the heart space expand. White light moving down through the belly, filling all the organs, kissing the pelvic floor, the hips, Continuing to flow down, down, down the legs, the knees, the shins, the calves. Feeling the feet out the toes. This white light cascading down like a waterfall from up above, through the body, allowing roots to begin to grow down, 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 out the feet, moving through the layers of the earth, observing and move through the granite, the soil, all the layers, roots growing down, 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 making their way to the center of the earth, wrapping around, the core of Pachamama. Allowing anything that's in your field that doesn't resonate and carries a weight unaligned with your truth, your God state. Release it now through the roots, giving it back to Pachamama, allowing her to transmute. Bringing your awareness 
to the golden magma from the core of the earth filling up the roots through the layers, replenishing the body through the feet, up the legs with this liquid gold magma, moving up through the hips, the belly, illuminating the heart space with this golden ray, filling the arms, the hands, filling the throat, the face, water falling out the crown of the head. Mm -hmm. Letting the roots of the core of the earth unravel, making their way up, returning back into the feet. Maintaining this field, beginning to call it back into the presence, observing the sounds outside of the room in which your physical body rests. Bringing your awareness to the sounds inside the room in which your physical body rests. Bringing your awareness back to the physical body, returning the breath and the body bringing full awareness to breath moving in and out the nose as you're ready inviting small subtle movements into the body and returning back to the space allowing yourself to open your eyes as you're ready Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I really needed that. I felt really, um, I don't know what was going on, but I was just not, I was not centered. I wasn't grounded. And, um, and I mean, that, that was essentially like a meditation that you just, a clear, it was like a clearing meditation essentially, or what, how would you classify that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice little Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, I just feel, yeah, mm -hmm. back in my body. So thank you for that. So is, is that like when you, when you when you're like off? Is that kind of what you go? Is that the process that you typically go through, or what are the tools that you use to like stay connected to your body and to like to source to your truth? Um, you know, to La Pachamama. Uh, well, yeah, what, what are your, what do you do to, to, to stay, stay like grounded? Yeah. So that's one of them. Yeah. Um, when I can, I like to go actually put my feet in the earth. Mm. Um, I'm really big in prayer and drumming. Um, like the other night, um, I was moving through things here and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I have still haven't held space. I've done the Reiki for a few people here, but I haven't like held space here yet. Um, mm. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go do it for myself. And so I went out and it was a perfect clear night here and the stars. Mm -hmm. And I put on my, my ceremonial garb and I brought out my drum and I made myself cacao and I brought out my tobacco, my candle. And I just laid out on the deck here. And I just, I was in prayer. I was drumming and I was singing to the moon and I was, you know, praying to tobacco and I allow myself to be fully in ceremony. And um, a sister, she eventually came out and, you know, she was like, 
what, you know, what are you up to? And I said, I'm praying. That's what, you know, it's all prayer. I'm, I'm praying. Mm. I'm singing. I'm putting my expression and my gratitude. I'm giving offerings out to the land to help me to clear and to be in union. I'm, I'm giving what I can and I'm, I'm just living in prayer and allowing myself to be flooded with the truth of divinity. I'm allowing myself to release to this beautiful gift that's Pachamama. This is beautiful. How do you, I, you know, one of the things I really admire about you is you, you just really, um, you, you, you follow your truth, you know, and, and, you know, you know, you know, quite frankly, quite frankly, it's not, it, 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 you know, from my background and from where I've come from and, uh, you know, I'm very new into this world of like spirituality and, you know, talking about like, you know, grounding and like connected to the earth and all of this other stuff. And it, at one, like, if you told me this like years ago, I'd have been like, what, like, what are you smoking? You know, like, <laughs> and, but, um, you, you seem to, and, and I get it now I get, the, you know, I'm like, I'm in that world now and I, and I, and I feel it um more than i have ever felt before i feel connected and um and even as you're talking about prayer like my idea of prayer is kind of like you know you sit with your hands closed and you, you pray to like you know this guy in the sky uh you know like that's how i was kind of taught when i was a kid um and i don't know what other people do for their prayers or what prayer look, prayer look like for other people um but you you have like you've really you really embrace this this your truth this life this this way of being and and i can only like at, was it always like was it challenging at any point to really be this way and to to own that um and if so like you know maybe like take us through like you know maybe one of the times in your life where you really were challenged by like confronted by you know what people think is normal and what you know to be your truth um every day um, <laughs> <That's real. laughs> um has there been a time yeah i can think of a few when was the last time last night um so i appreciate this is kind of full circle of the conversation of the first time you're on my podcast of how like deep and vulnerable we went and you know where we're at in this um yeah there's a it's you know as one of what many of the teachers, but one of my teachers on in the indigenous ways where they remind us like, we chose to be chosen. You know, all of us who are here and we're doing the work and we're connecting with our greatest potential and our divinity and understanding that there's a divine blueprint that our soul signs, you know, like I always just imagine like my guides and like people beyond the veil be like, hey, do you see those like those glittery uh, golden sparkles here, those squiggles, that's your signature of what your soul agreed to do when you went down here on this, on this journey to help evolve humanity, you know? And I feel that, and I feel that at my core, I've had flashbacks of my past lives up here. And like, I, I'm fueled by service and I'm fueled by God. And with that, it is a understanding of, there's a trailblazing component to this of, kind of going back to before we were recording talking of the permission slip but you know like it I it brings me to tears so many times when people be like oh, like thank you for showing that we can do it this way or you know like you did this and someone straight up has been like yo thanks for helping me remember I have a permission slip you know and so it comes with a lot of times feeling kind of alone it definitely there's times where I still stop and be like am I 
do we curse on this podcast what's the, the yeah, censorship yeah yeah rules? No, yeah you, you can curse as much as you want <laughs> like, like like am i fucking crazy you know like i still i still go through all of these things you know where I, like we're landing in costa rica there's those times of i'm in faith but it doesn't stop the human component of me that wants to get in the way and be like but why am i here and then i tune in i listen they say just wait patience dear one keep going you know like it's those spaces of that I come from a family where they're pretty evolved, where they're open-minded and they're loving. And, you know, my mom has witnessed both of my grandmothers transcend their bodies at their death. So, like, they get to a certain extent, but I'm too much to them. Um, and so being with them for a lot of this year, when I was in my most, my highest pivotal, like, this is our time. I've been training 11 years for this. Let's go. And they're like, hey, are you ever, like, literally the question would be like, are you ever going to come back and live the way that everyone else does? And I would giggle where I'm like, everybody else. And I said, maybe, I don't know. You know, but there's still those spaces where I'll be really vulnerable. And for people who are listening, like, the dynamics of our given family is fucking tough. As you know, the more we embrace our truth and not for everyone, but it's a lot of dynamic of the karmic contracts that we sign there and blazing this way of being like, everyone is here to evolve and keep going. And sometimes when we evolve past those who have birthed us or have an expectation of what success is or what we're here to be or who we're supposed to be, especially when, you know, people are questioning is this, you know, there's a lot of the expectations not being met. It takes a lot of tenacity. It takes a lot of strength to just say, we're going to have to agree to disagree and I'm going to go do me and do it. You know, like real time right now, I'm in a really interesting space with my family where I just took this step, um, where it's a lot of my heart work and the core wounds I'm working on. But I know the heart space centers that are here to be. I know the new earth school of these kids that are gonna need us for these next generations to come. And my commitment to God and to my divine blueprint, that has to take priority. And I know God always provides. And so that's what really kind of keeps me going through. But yes, there are times that it's challenging all the time. Yeah. I felt everything you said just now, like <laughs> my, my, my skin is just like goosebumps. Um, man, man. We're going deep today. We're going deep. <laughs> this, is, this is deep. I mean, it's like, it's like you know, I was literally having a conversation with some of my boys about this yesterday, about, you know, growing and evolving and reinventing yourself. And, and like, like, you know, there's like, I feel like right now I'm, I'm, I'm becoming, uh, or I'm being, the version of me that I've, that was always, that always wanted to be fully expressed, you know, but there was like a lot of, um, you know, stuff that, 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 that was on top of me that, that didn't allow me to like fully shine and fully be me. And, and as you grow, I'm noticing as I grow and expand, you know, there, the people, like the, the people that you care about sometimes view you in a certain way, you know, and, 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 and it's like, and it, or even like when you go into those situations or around those those individuals, you almost revert back to like the old ways of being that 
it's not fully you. And so it's like almost like you you have to you have to evolve and and let let go like almost kill that let that old version of you die to to be who you need to be for yourself and and for the world and and that's it's 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 tough (laughs) it's really tough tough. yeah 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 the um the mantra that's been coming through for me of like of through it all and like continue to go through is like there's got to be space to replace you know and we can go through that in any of the dynamics of our evolutions down to like fasting like cool you want to get some insight you want some intuition Put an offering of not eating for a day. Save those resources to earth. You're making space so you can replace the delusion into truth. You know, there's got to be space to replace. And so we got to burn the boat sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. it's got to go. If it doesn't serve, it's got to go. Final sale. Everything must go. (laughs) (laughs) So real. So real. So so tell us us about the the New Earth School because – um. Uh, yeah, I just, I just feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of juiciness in there that, that we can unpack. And so, yeah, what, what is the New Earth School? What's the mission? What's the vision? Uh, run us through that. Yeah, so the New Earth School is continuing to evolve as everything is continuing to evolve. Um, but the vision of that is, it's been interesting to watching them merging back together in different conversations I'm having with my guides beyond and teachers here. It's all merging back into heart space um, where they're like mm, heart space centers is the new earth school, but I don't give a, I don't give a fuck what the name of it is. Well, um, what I've, I've always worked with kids and gone into these spaces and know that like I resonate with kids so much of my personal journey, like just kind of that reminder of like, you know, our core wounds and like the things that we move through and we grow through is usually a huge indicator of area that our main life mission is here to be, you know? And so freeing the inner child and creative expression and play and being ultra sensitive and being able to tap into these spiritual modalities as a kid, holding that space for these kids is a big area for me. Um, Dialing in more specific, just for anyone who works in the foster care system at all, please reach out. Let's connect and find a way that I can help serve our youth more and more. Um, But I sat with the um, question because the power of our answers is the result of the strength of our questions. I sat with the question earlier this year of what does education need to look like in the new world in order for our kids to not only survive, but thrive fully aligned and connected to their magic. And as a result of that question, it's brought me into different containers and connecting with different people who are also passionate about bringing an education that's actually going to serve our youth in this new world coming from the level of what education are they receiving right now? Like, we can create space with what, how can we teach them a, smo- a social emotional education that allows them to understand true intimacy and connectivity, especially now with what's going on. These kids are behind screens all day. And then also bringing in the component of mysticism and their supernatural abilities. And how do you, you know, move in that space, how the creative network. And so there's this continuation of, what does it look like in 2030 and how do we serve immediately right now? So 
you know, working with a group, Cosmic Labyrinth. Cosmic Labyrinth, we're doing more online classes right now. Um, like doing like online recess, we're playing with. It's all a lot of experimenting, talking to different teachers and saying, what do you need as a teacher? What do your students need? What do you need together? Talking to parents, you know, it's really, we're just like, how can we help our kids be able to continue to understand unity and being connected to one another, but also to their magic and understanding astrology and energies as a whole, because where we're going in this world, you know, it's going to be needed. We're going to need to know way more than old history and math and all the things like, you know, I'm, it's really fun in Cosmic Labyrinth. Um, I've been coined, I'm the professor of the dark arts. Mm. Um, so, you know, we're playing with spell casting, the power of our words. How do we, when we're having those, you know, energies coming at us, how do we navigate them? How do we blast them? What are the spells? Mm. So we're really playing with the space of that. Um, so that's where we're at with it. It's a continuous experiment and service with knowing in time we'll be living up in Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's literally what I was thinking. <laughs> Hogwarts is coming to re, re, real life. I wonder like, the, oh, wait a minute. So actually, before I go into that, um, what you said connecting to their magic, like what is magic like to you? What does that mean? Um, and, uh, and then also maybe like you were, you were saying like spells, like what does that actually look like? You know, like, like, do you, is it like yeah. Aloha, Aloha Mora or is it, is it, is there, is it like, it's Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so bring that, break that down for us. <laughs> yes. I would love to break that down. Um, you know, one of like magic to me, similar to medicine is everything to me. Um, but a super basic definition I like to use for magic is a direct correlation with entrepreneurship. Um, it's making something out of nothing. Oh, nice. It's, you know, that's what magic is. It's taking something that wasn't there and now working with knowing the powers or knowing or not knowing, but it's way more fun when we know and we work with it, you know, like taking the powers, the elemental forces outside of us and within us using the understandings of frequency and vibration and manipulations of things. We want to go avatar on stuff um, and crafting a new reality that will then make manifest. Um, spelling <laughs> is literally every word we speak. Um, like, it's, like if you think about it, we're spelling like, hello, like we're spelling our lives. Abracadabra translates to with these words I create. So quite literally, abracadabra that we associate with magic is the reminder when we remember on a conscious level, it's with these words I create of how fucking potent our thoughts and our words are into crafting our reality because it's all vibration our words and that's why i've been doing so much more work with mantra and embodying mantra dance practices and starting to share that more because it's all sound literally every molecule and particle is just a vibrating force of the sounds in which we're creating or we have around us or that are coming out of our electromagnetic field yeah yeah you, you, you got me there and that's literally what i 
you know, I, I don't look at it or actually I'm starting to like see it more like it's kind of like magic manifestation, like uh, creation, you know, call it what you whatever, you know, rapper, give it whatever rapper you really want. Um, but yeah, we we are our our power as human beings is like our ability to like our language, you know, our ability to create with our words, you know, and, and with our thoughts. And and even right now, like I, I've been really experimenting with. Um, I'm doing this whole thing around like this challenge around like emotional mastery, which really entails be, becoming mindful of like the thoughts that you're that that I'm having and and accepting them, not judging them. But then if it's not if it's not serving me, if it's not, it's not making me feel like, you know, more empowered, if it's not taking me in the direction that I desire, then I'm just like, oh, OK, cool. But like I'm going to think these thoughts because this has like a, a, a certain uh vibrational frequency it, it, it creates more joy it creates more power more confidence more love and, and i want to be on that wavelength and so literally just shifting your thoughts creating new thoughts saying new things that are more empowering can put you in like a completely different reality so everything you said with me is just now really resonated and i've been practicing that and i think that's something that we definitely need to to learn more about in in general so, so Kelly, you, you wrote this book, Rise Above Fear, um, which I, I think is, is really cool because um, fear tends to, you know, it, it manifests itself in so many different ways. And, and, and ultimately, it just kind of keeps us, or at least in my experience, it keeps, it keeps me small. It keeps me from, you know, really expressing myself to the fullest. And so maybe just kind of talk about like what, what's the, what that book is about. And, and how does one rise above the fear? fear? Yeah, um, fear, as a wise teacher said uh, to me once, it's, I've seen it popped up around like other places, so I can't really coin it to her, but we'll name drop Erica Brown because, you know, one of the Reiki principles on her teachers. Um, Erica Brown, like really delivered to me, the fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm. Um, and it's really being able to understand that we're creating stories in our head of the ego really, it loves us so dearly, but it's really just trying to keep us safe and stay in a comfort zone. And so when we're growing and we're expanding and we're going to these new places, the mind will do so much to try to explain to us as to why we shouldn't move into something or create all these stories and this what, how of, of fear um, to keep us just safe. You know, cause it's okay here. We're good here. We, we're, it, everything would be wonderful. But on the other side of the fear is a new experience, a new growth, new going. So in Rise Above Fear, it's actually a channeled piece. Um, that like came through and it was written in like a week. Um, where it was just like, okay, done. Um, which is really fun. Horace mm -hmm. and I were, we were, we were tight there. We were working. I was, it was also like during the time where I was doing a lot of like Egyptian past life stuff. And so I was like mm -hmm. super tied into all that between Isis and, and Horace during that summer. Whew. But, um, so they're like Egyptian, Egyptian <laughs> gods, by the way, Horace and Isis or what, what are they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Isis, Isis is, um, was like a queen. She's like the master healer. She's like held in like the Tantra spaces and she's like the healer of all healers, um, in mm -hmm. Egypt. And Horus is uh, associated with the figure of like the bird head. If you like are ever looking at like old Egyptian things of the bird head yeah. and mm -hmm. Horus is an all knowing and he was known for his writing. He's the, he's the birther of knowledge of wisdom gotcha. coming through and he's, he carries an energy of writing. Gotcha. Um, 
So through the book, it's this sharing and the understanding of what fear is from a psychological and emotional and a vibrational perspective. And so we can understand what's happening there because just like in a relationship with a person, once we can have a deeper understanding of how they work or why they do the things they do, we can have a better sense of compassion for them and work with them and figure out how to, okay, we can make this work. I get how you work. That's your quirk, you know, but so we can just, I love you. So we'll make it work and we can figure something out. We'll compromise, you know? So it's this journey of understanding what fear is and understand what it's doing in our own body. So that way we can then meet it and we can do a dance. We can become more friendly with it and evolve through it. Because essentially what fear, all fear is, it's like a little annoying kid who just wants attention, who loves you is just like, please don't go, please don't go and I love you. And like, you're not listening. So then it starts like poking you. And then you don't listen. So then it goes, starts drawing on the walls. And then if you really don't listen to it, then it starts to wreck stuff, you know? So it's really just this turning to it and saying, hey, okay, I got you. You know, and one of the practices in the book, because it brings through actual practices and writing prompts and meditations and affirmations, you know, all different you know, versions of how to play in the space through the book is having tea with your fear or having a meal. We did this in one of the weeks um, in You Are the Medicine and everyone had to go and like go on a date with fear. Um, obviously some people, very few people went out and actually like had dinner somewhere else, but they sent pictures of, they set up a deal. They wine and dined their fear for a week. And the breakthroughs that came through during the journey was really profound. And it's just letting, hearing it out. Okay, fear, I'm all ears. What's up? What are you so afraid of? And letting it talk and saying, okay, cool, cool, cool. I can see why you would feel that way. All right. What else? What else you got? And just letting it talk itself out. And you can be like, word. Okay. I can see that. And we play this game of what's the worst case scenario. Let's go worst case scenario. What would happen? And it goes, Oh my God, if you were to do that, then this happens. And it's like true. That could happen. And then what else? And letting it go into the absolute worst case scenario. And, and then this, and then this, and then this, and Oh my gosh. And it's like, wow, you're right. I understand why I would be afraid too. And then getting to the, and then getting to the place of, okay, and if all of that happens, and then what? And it always goes to the same question of, well, then we just start again. Well, then we would have nothing and we would start again. We would figure it out. We would rebuild and we would do just like anytime we do anything in life, you know? And we say, okay, cool. All right. So we know in the grand scheme of things, fear, if it didn't work out and all the worst, absolute worst case scenario you could possibly think of, and the chances of every single worst case scenario actually happening that you can think of, that we don't want to put all of our thoughts to, but you need to let it hear out. That's the difference between spiritual bypassing and like neutral mind, you know, like let's hear, okay, some of those things could happen. You right. Like, okay. But all these things that happen, you'd figure it out. We'd be okay. Cool fear, I got you. So now let's play the flip side of it. Let's play best case scenario. What happens? Well, this could happen, yeah, what else? And then we go into the dance of all these best case scenarios of what could happen. And you say, all right, cool. So now we're in this spot and let's keep it real. I'm hearing what you're saying fear. It's gonna go one way or the other, but we know either way, we're gonna be okay. 
So do you think maybe we can make a compromise that we're just going to put our focus on the best case scenario and know that if any of that stuff happens, we're strong and we're capable and we'll be able to hold it down and figure it out. Mm. And you are able to make a compromise and an agreement. So it's not a fight anymore with fear. You guys are working together side by side. So it's just, it's released. Huh. So fear is like a partner. It's like, it's it's like, is there to, to, to teach you. It's a homie. Yeah. It's a homie. (laughs) I, I, I like that. It's kind of like, um, Hmm. That's a really interesting exercise. Do you, do you, huh? Because I, I think the, or the, the fear and like diving into that is that like, you're just going to like get caught up, get lost in that, in the fear, and then maybe even attract more of the things that you don't want. But I, I like how you couple that with like, okay, you take a look at the, the worst case and then you, and then you also look, look at the best case. Best case. All right, like, all right, cool. Let's go with the best case. But then, just we'll know that we'll be able to handle the worst case, just given everything that you just said right now. Um, how often do you do that exercise? Um, recently more, as I just mm-hmm. took a huge leap. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny when I was traveling in Europe. I was like, it can sometimes feel narcissistic, like when how much I carry this book around with me, like carry my own book around. But it's another perfect example, of like. No, 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 you're the medicine. A lot of these things that we create, it helped us at some point along the journey, you know? So mm-hmm. like, I'll pull out that book and like, it was channeled. I was like, thanks horse, um, and go through. So I've been doing it more and more. Um, I find it's during those times of the growth, being in a cocoon again and like taking leaps, we need, you know, turning into it more and more. Um, so recently, a lot. Um, yeah, I, you know, we, we know me. I, I, yeah. I jump in. I just, yeah. I go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's real. That's real. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, okay, cool. So, 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 uh, you're, you're in Costa Rica right now and you're, you're, you're doing a lot of this, like, you know, work on yourself, your body dropping in. Um, do you foresee coming back to the U.S. soon or have you, do you not look that far ahead? Do you just kind of like take it day by day? Like, how, like what it will. What does that look like for you? I'm clear that I'm here for some more time. There's some yeah. communities that you know, people are plugging me into. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm clear that the next round of You Are the Medicine begins in January. And so this is a time of cultivating my channel and beginning to be in a space to vibrationally hold for that group of individuals that are going to rise with us again. So it was powerful. And like it really like holding that space for eight weeks and weekly activations and teachings and doing the things, you know, like it was real, it's real and it's real powerful. And so mm. it's this space of like clearing myself of all the fields I was holding and helping elevate mm. to now prepare to fill up again for that. Mm. Um, I'm also clear of spaces around the world that um, are calling me to build these heart space centers, schools, what may it be. Um, I've Mm -hmm. gotten very clear insights and downloads of places around the world um, that those are. One is in Hawaii, like I can name it. Like, so like that's kind of like being back in the States. Um, So I don't know, can I see myself touching back? I'm working on a new business with a partner. He's based in New Jersey. Um, So I might need to touch back to just do some like filming or go to the warehouse and production on that. Um, but we're really working our best to see if we can build this company, um, mm. you know, r- remotely. So yeah. 
Yo no sé, señor. That's dope, though. I, I, I follow, you're following it, um, and, and everything will just uh, unfold in the way that it needs to. Like, you're just, you've really surrendered. And, um, and actually, I think I, I, I want to just, like, tell you, like, I really admire that about, about you. You know, your ability to, to trust, because I think that's something that I, like, am constantly trying to work on. And you, you really embody that, you know, where you just trust your, you trust yourself, you trust this thing inside of you that's trying to that's being expressed in the world and, and that's guiding you and and um and you're just like a woman on a mission and and it's just it's, it's it's amazing and it's beautiful and i'm just so grateful to be a part of this journey with you i received that thank you <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna ask you one last question um and you know take as long as you need to answer it but and go wherever you want with this question what do you believe the new norm in the world should be? Ah. Mm -hmm. um. I look forward to the day in which everyone is living their fullest expression. Um full freedom with no oppression for any being, um, feeling comfortable to be in full connection with their God state, um, where everyone is supporting one another um, without question, showing up vulnerable and loving and understanding. Um, giving and receiving of what you have and just knowing that we're all in it together. Um, the new norm to me is everyone allowing themselves to experience, therefore be an expression of heaven on earth. Mm. That's beautiful. Kelly Keith. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Hey there, I hope you really enjoyed today's podcast episode. As you know, at New Norm Club, we really believe in the Ubuntu philosophy, which basically means I am because we are. You know, rising tide raises all ships. And so this podcast is not just a podcast, it's also a community. So feel free to go to the Facebook group and join and, and connect with other like-minded people, share what your biggest takeaways were from this episode. Also, do that in the, your personal social media so that we can get more people into this family so that we can start to redefine the world together and support each other and empower each other and inspire each other to be our best selves. And don't forget to tag at New Norm Club and at Glyvolner. That's me, G-L-Y-V-O-L-N-E-R, on any of your social platforms. And also, follow on your preferred podcasting platform, Spotify, etc. You know the drill. So, have an amazing rest of your day, and see you on the next episode.